Hello, hello. This is Ghost Stories Told from the South. I'm your host, Stephen LeBooth. <laughs> That's my wicked Dr. Evil Kitty in the back. I hope everybody's having a good day. I got some creepy stories. Creepy stories for you. It should be fun. I hope everybody's having a great day. And it's just going to be me today. I don't know when Lexi's be back. She's going to be back, but she's been getting really, she's got really, really busy. She's uh, got uh, another job now doing daycare again. So, but, hey, it is what it is. I'll still continue the show, guys. So don't worry about that. I know it ain't as fun without Lexi being here, but she'll be back to do some. Well, with saying that, I hope everybody's been having a good week. Hope you had a good uh, weekend, and uh, just hope you're uh, enjoying life, having fun. But, kick back, relax, pull your covers up, and listen to the show. I got some great stuff for you today. I got a lot of little stuff Next week, I'm going to really dive in and try to get some stories that are longer than five to ten minutes. So, a lot of these are going to be five-minute stories. So, but let's get on with it. First story, we're, uh, we're going to be covering Arizona this week, or today. So, last week was uh, Nevada. This week is Arizona. So, we're going to go over the Lonas canyon echoes of the dead during the 1800 gold rush everyone wanted a piece of the action a family that headed west built a cabin in the in the canyon and the father would go into the mountains to search for gold he came back every few months to provide food for his family but one month he didn't come back his family started starving to death which drove the uh, mother insane. Instead of watching them die, she put one on her wedding. What now? Drove her mother mother insane. She put one on the wedding dress and chopped. Oh, okay. So here's what she did when they started starving to death. Instead of just sitting there watching them die, she went and put her wedding dress on. So that's what threw me up. off. She put on a wedding dress. That's fucking threw me off really bad. I was like, what? That's why I had to stop and regroup. Sitting there talking about ghost stories. And then she's like, hmm, we're starving. I'm going to put a dress on. That's so appropriate. <coughs> that's freaking weird. <clears throat> Anyways. Well, too, I mean, when you're... Locked away from society like that. They were in that on the cabin living in the canyon. And um, kind of going insane not seeing nobody. You know, you see your kids all the time. But I don't know. It'd make you mentally crazy. But anyways, instead of watching her family starve to death, uh, she put her wedding dress on and chopped her children up. After she realized what she did... She began wailing and beginning uh, begging for forgiveness. The uh, mother's screams can still be heard, they say, in the canyon. 
but see, that's a weird story because they don't ever uh, save what happened to her. You know, that's that's why I find kind of weird. They didn't uh, say what happened to the woman. Well, she probably committed suicide after that. They didn't say, though. I'm just saying. I don't need to know these things if I'm telling your story. All right. Next story we're going to go to is... Ah, oh, you sucker. Come on. All right, our next story is uh, at the University of North North Arizona. Oh, it's the suicide victim that still haunts one of the dorms there in North Arizona University. During uh, Christmas break of 1953, a student in North Arizona University named Kathy was depressed and so poor she couldn't afford to uh, afford a trip home. She ended up hanging herself and was discovered by uh, the cleaning lady. They say her spirit still wanders around the hall, causing all sorts of disturbances. Lights coming on and off, strange smells. So apparently she turns the lights on and off and she farts. Um, and people have have seen her from time to time, too. Her favorite pranks are pulling blankets over people who live on her old floor. They have also been reported of her uh, locking girls in the bathroom, despite the fact the bathroom does not actually have a lock. Mmm. Yeah. That will creep you out pretty bad. See, like I said, a lot of these are shorties. If this uh, episode isn't that long, guys, I'm sorry. I will make it up to you this week. After I get through with this episode, I'll start deep diving deep into these stories. And But some of these, man, I don't get a whole lot, and it sucks ass. But uh, I'll try to get some good material for you guys. Because here it is, 10 minutes into the program, and I'm fixing to be on my third story. So, yeah. Anyways, let's get back on to scaring the pants off you, my little skelly kiddos. This is the ghost of Route 85 in Arizona. A newlywed couple was driving through Ajo. Oh, no. Ajo. Ajo. Y'all quit back there. Uh, Ajo, Arizona in the 1950s on the way to their honeymoon at Lake Tahoe. Unfortunately, they were driving at night and did not see a huge boulder in front of them until their car slammed into it, killing them both. It's been said that if you drive around the area at midnight, you will encounter the car with the couple alongside it trying to call for help. Pretty creepy. See, I don't know how I'd handle something like that, being out in the middle of nowhere and, bam, seeing something. That would scare me pretty good. I think I would... uh. Definitely drop some deuces in my britches. All right, next we're going to go to the Hotel Weatherford. 
since uh, its opening in the 1900s, the hotel has had a very famous list of guests, including William Ralph Hernest Wild Earp and President Theodore Roosevelt. But its most infamous ghost may be the ghost of a murdered couple from the 1930s. There have been reports of guests waking up to find a bride and groom sitting on their bed. People have always seen a female figure moving around the hotel ballroom, and distant voices are also uh, regularly heard. So, if you want to work there, you're going to be working around a bunch of ghosts, it sounds like. Yeah, that's pretty weird. Imagine being, you know, somewhere on the road and you stop in here. Hey, let's stop at this old place, baby. It's cool. You go to bed and you wake up in the middle of the night to go pee or something and hello, hello, there's two ghosts sitting on your bed. Yeah, I would definitely crap my pants. Definitely shit them. Yes, I would. I'm sorry, once again, if, if it's going to be a real short episode, but I'm going to make it stretch just a little bit, at least for 30 minutes, there might. Now we're going to go to Northern Arizona's Council Government Head Start Administration Building in Flagstaff. There's the apparition of a woman... That has been roaming the halls. Uh, people have also heard voices and found various objects moving uh, moved around. Doors are suddenly locked and keys no longer work. Telephones ring without anyone calling them. And then they've been in unplugged. It's also been reported that the uh, fascist turn on all oh, the faucets turn on and off hopefully the water bill doesn't get too high with them pulling that shit I know I'd be mad which one of you ghosts left the freaking faucet running again I swear you kids are gonna be the death of me y'all remember that scary movie uh children under this was it children under the stair uh <coughs> <clears throat> was it the children under the stairs or the kids under the stairs? Anyways, there's that one movie, remember, where they break, them guys break into it, and it's got them people living in the halls, and they got a crap load of kids that live in the basement downstairs, and she's got that one that's her daughter. Yeah, remember? And she's like, that one scene where she bangs the floors. She's like, kids in the floor, kids in the... Walls, kids in the... You kids are gonna be the death of me. As she smashes her heels. That was a creepy show. That was pretty pretty spooky. Now we're gonna go over the Antique Mall in Tucson of the Arizona. It turns out that the mall in Tucson is haunted. There's one area that is that used used to be a furniture store with an antique typewriter that has not been used in years. But many people can say they hear it type away. When someone investi investigates the sound, there wasn't anyone to be found near the typewriter. I mean, really, what would you do if 
used somewhere by yourself and some shit like that happened. That'd be crazy. I would definitely be going, hmm, I think I need to find another job. There have also been reports of furniture rearranged during the night. Radios uh, be having, radios will have odd, uh, radios will be behaving oddly. Uh, vanishing figures and fi- uh, phenomenal sounds of broken glass. So, yeah, this place is pretty active now. They didn't go much into detail of why or what it was before it was an antique shop. But the place don't have to be haunted. Maybe there's an ob- object, since it's an antique store, in there that was haunted and is haunting the place. It's always that simple. It's the damn, damn ghost to get you. Sorry, guys. I had to take a, had to take a, had to take a water break there, baby. But we're going to get back with the skitters, skitters stories. <laughs> I don't got many left, so I'm going to try and stretch. I need to quit talking so fast. I think I talk too fast sometimes. I need to work on that because it's not a race. I'm here to relax, enjoy the podcast with you guys, and get scared out of my weeds. <laughs> okay. The Hotel Monte Vista does not have, uh, have one ghost. It has a whole bunch of them. There's a... Uh, Figure of a bellboy that ring that knocks and rings doors. There's a figure of a bellboy that knocks on doors. A bank robber from the 1970s. A ghost who uh, constantly is coughing, and the specter of a woman roaming the halls. Patreons of the Overlook Hotel would feel right at home here, because the Overlook Hotel is. Haunted just as bad as this one. So apparently this one's got a lot of spooky crap going on with it. You know, it's got a bank robber. We've got the old bellboy that comes messing with you. That'd be creepy too. Imagine opening the door and seeing a bellboy there and then disappear or go away. See, that's the kind of shit I don't know if I could handle. I'd be like, I'd be like a Scooby-Doo, you know, ghost. Okay, now we're going to go over the Hotel Vidome, located in Prescott, Arizona. I wonder if that's where Dak Prescott's from. (laughs) Located in Prescott, Arizona, the Hotel Vidome was once the site of a heartbreak It was the site of heartbreak and death. Abby Bray, her husband and cat moved to Arizona. Oh, they moved to Arizona because of her because of her uh, tuberculosis. Every so often, Abby's husband would go out and get medicine for her, but one time he never came back. And a heartbroken Abby starved herself 
and by extensions her cat to death to death in the room. So her and her cat basically fucking starved to death in the room. Why didn't they just say that and putting it in, instead of putting it in parentheses and going? Anyways, she starved herself. So in room sixteen, so if you're ever there, stay in room sixteen. That's where she died. By the 1940s, many guests started reporting that they saw Abby in her in their room while awaiting for her husband. Apparently, she's she's quiet frequently. She's quiet and frequently spotted despite all the uh, sadness. So she's pretty friendly, quiet. She don't, um, you know, fuck with you or anything. You just see her all the time. Now, that is pretty shitty, though, man. But that's a big part of a lot of these ghost stories I've been uh, recognizing. That um, a lot of it's heartbreak, whether it's uh, the male or female doing whether it's the male or female that leaves... There's always a case of, you know, one of them getting married and commit suicide or like this guy. I mean, really, how could you move a woman and then and, and then go, I'm out of here. Screw this bitch. That's so rude. Well, he'll probably pay for his. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. All right. I have a feeling I've gone over these stories before. If I have... I apologize, and I'm very, very sorry. I haven't done my uh, research and went back to my archives to uh, see what we have done. So if you hear anything you've heard before, I'm sorry. Some of this stuff sounds familiar. Some of these stories. Not all of them, just some of them. Like this one. All right, we're going to go over the Phoenix Lights now. In 1997, a famous alleged UFO sighting occurred. Unlike most sightings, however, this one was reported by thousands of people within the same time frame. So there's no way of people making bullshit excuses of what it is. A lot of people seen it. It was real, man. It's still real to me. Hmm. Excuse me. Two sets of lights were said to be in a triangle-like formation that slowly moved across the sky. Even the governor of Arizona saw the lights and thought of them as uh, over of uh, overwhelming, you know, other world or you know otherworldly like. The Air Force uh, later said the second pair of lights were flares dropped from an aircraft during an, ex- during an ex- exercise. <coughs> but that does not explain the first set. See, that's what I mean. This time there was too many people so our government couldn't say, Oh, um, no, that, that don't exist. I've, I've never seen that before. What do you mean? Anyways, that's just crazy. Okay. For our last story of the day, guys. Sorry, this is a shorty. I'm going to make it up. I'm going to try to make next week's. I'm going to try and make next week's um, 
longer for you because you guys deserve it. I got good loyal fans, I'll say that. I appreciate you all. Okay, we're going to go over the Bigfoot in Arizona. They got a Bigfoot too. That's right. Arizona has its own Bigfoot too, and it's said to be seven foot tall, and it's uh, incredibly str- uh, strong, and it has red eyes. <laughs> He's got the red eye, if you know what I mean. It's also supposed supposed to smell terrible. And see, oh wait, with an odor describes as similar to a dead fish, skunk, or somebody with bad body odor, decaying musk and musk of snapping turtle. And it's extremely violent and loves uh, disabling deer. How fucking sick is this guy? Fucking, number one, he don't take a bath. Apparently, he stinks. Now, well, yeah, I think, though. These creatures, if they're real, if they are real, live out in the country, in the woods, <laughs> in the forest. They don't get, they don't take baths every day. So whatever they eat, they're still going to smell like. And then when they go to the bathroom, it's, you know, they don't get to keep themselves clean. So, yeah, they're going to stink. But I could just imagine the smell of something, you know, like that. Just, yeah, yeah, ugh. Uh, reporting, uh, reported sightings have been all over Arizona with the earliest dating back with the latest. I mean, the earliest signs of him being seen was in 1908 when someone claimed to see the beast near the Grand Canyon. Wow, that's crazy. That's a dry rider on there. The most reported claim the, that the creature had long white hair and two-inch long claws. There's also a sighting in 1940 which claimed the creature had deep set and deep set and expressivist eyes. In 2006, a number of oh, a member of the White Mountain Apache Nation claimed there were several sightings of the monster. These reports said the creatures the creature was all black but no encounter by the by within no encounter with any violence. See every state I've noticed too has their version of a Bigfoot, which I'm not out on stuff like that because I look at it this way. We we don't know exactly what's out there deep in the forest out in the middle of nowhere we don't know what lives that we don't see so how can you sit there and say something don't exist i mean we're not out in the woods 24 7 we're a majority in the city guys but that closes up this part of the show so i'm gonna sit here and ramble for a little bit catch a catch up on some spooky shit um you know how my niece She's got a spooky house. Well, Jackson, and this, this is June. I mean, July. Remind, uh, remember now. This is July, and uh, Jackson lost his shoes over there during school, and school got let out in May, so I think he lost them. It was the uh, first part of spring, so April. Um, couldn't find them anywhere. We could not find them shoes anywhere. Well, then we uh, 
was over there doing something. Jackson found his shoes. They was in the basket. And I asked uh, Ashley, I was like, how did you found them? She goes, oh, they just showed up. But that's how crap uh, does over there. It just, uh, just shows up or disappears. It's like one night, Tyler made him a big old plate of spaghetti and it disappeared and then came back, which was kind of weird. I don't know. It's just some weird stuff happens over there. But I hope I didn't scare you guys too bad tonight. But don't worry, guys. I'm going to dig down deep and uh, try to stay focused on looking at the hard camera. And I'm uh, going to dig... Uh, dig. That's not what I meant to say. going to dive down deep and get some good research done to make my stories longer for next week. <sighs> So y'all can be telling some good stories around the campfire. Because I know it's camp season. Everybody's out doing their thing. It's summertime because last summer sucked ass. But, yeah, I hope everybody's having fun, getting some good memories with their families, and uh, maybe getting some ghost stories. Y'all email me <coughs> any ghost stories y'all have or anything. At any time, y'all can email me at uh, ghoststoriestotalfromthesouth at gmail.com. Don't forget to uh, go check out our YouTube channel. It's uh, you know, same thing. Ghost stories told from the south. Uh, go give us a thumbs up and uh, like our videos and sub subscribe. So every time I put something on there, like this video I'm doing now, it'll come on at six o'clock in the morning. So when the podcast does, so yeah, you can look up my ugly mug. I'm gonna be uh, gonna try to be doing some more videos. But give us uh, some more downloads, some more love. Uh, give us uh, five-star reports on stuff. And, uh, yeah, guys, I'm glad you enjoyed the show. Uh, we're doing great. Our numbers keep growing up. We're, uh, I know it don't sound like shit to y'all, but it does to me because I've been doing this for a little bit over a year, and I've already got over 3,000 downloads. I think that's pretty good for a little old country boy that does this by himself. But... I'm going to keep uh, keep going, guys. I like doing this, so. Hope you don't mind. I'm sticking around. I think I like you guys. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, this has been Stephen Lebooth here for the ghost stories told from the south. I hope I did not scare you too much tonight. I did not mean to. But you guys be good. Have fun. And don't get too scared now, little kitties. <laughs> Bye.